Section two of the Rainbow Book. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Read by Velma Karras. The Rainbow Book by Mabel Henrietta Spielman. Adventures in Wizardland. Chapter two. The Wizard at Home. How do you do? said the wizard as if he remembered he had forgotten to ask. The twins shyly shook hands with him, and said they were quite well. Thank him. They didn't want to a bit, but he seemed to expect it. "'Let's talk matters over,' he added with a smile. It was such a winning smile that the children began to feel less uncomfortable. "'You're not always quite content, I believe.' and he rubbed his hands cheerfully together. That mother of yours interferes rather too much, eh? With a rapid movement, he pushed his spectacles away onto the top of his bumpy baldness, revealing a pair of small eyes with a red, slumbering glow in them. As Cyril didn't reply, Dulcie ventured to remark, If you please, my brother thinks she says don't too often. "'But how do you know that?' interrupted Cyril, who, though surprised, took a more practical view of the situation. "'Because,' slowly replied the wizard, taking off his spectacles and scratching his big nose with them, "'because I was an optician in my youth and made these glasses, through which I have only to look to see people as they really are.' and not what they appear to be. How clever! broke in Dulcie under her breath. I found out at a glance that you are discontented with your lot, and prefer to be free. You are tired of control, eh? Isn't that the state of home affairs? Yes, said Cyril, once more full of his wrongs. It's only children who are not allowed to do what they want. Grown-ups do as they like, so does our dog. He goes out and comes in when he likes, eats when he wants, leaves what he likes, or rather, what he doesn't like. So does our cat. You see, he continued, growing quite chummy, we are never allowed to do this, that, and the other, like other people. Animals, I mean, and they are free and happy, and they needn't bother with lessons. It's so stupid being a child he concluded plaintively, and Dulcie nodded a similar opinion. "'Just as I thought. Well, I shouldn't put up with it if I were you,' replied their new friend, smiling again and scratching his nose with his spectacles in his thoughtful, insinuating manner. "'I should advise you to go your own way, seek your own fortunes, and find your own happiness for yourselves. We must see what we can do to help you to freedom, eh? The little guests did not think to thank him, for their eyes had begun to roam with curiosity over the strange things that were all about. The cave-dwelling was queerly furnished, if it could be called furniture. There were animals of all sizes and shapes, standing around stuffed, staring, and immovable. Snakes, fish, 
small birds an elephant just like life standing rigidly next to a number of grinning stuffed monkeys while a crocodile with open jaws looked snaps at a startled fawn with wide-set eyes it was like a frozen zoological gardens once upon a time remarked the wizard following the children's source of interest all those poor creatures were children like you ah their end was sad very sad very sad indeed the twins didn't like that remark at all nor did they relish the winning smile this time that accompanied it then bursting out laughing he exclaimed now i'll show you something funny and he brought out from a corner what looked like a cinematograph look he said as he touched a spring and set it going there was a hissing sound and the gloom at the end of the cave passed away and there marched along in living procession all the inhabitants of their noah's ark dulcie and cyril were transfixed with delight at this charming entertainment and we don't pay anything to come in remarked cyril softly to his sister it can't pay him they're all going in for safety you see all the birds all the beasts where are the fishes anxiously interrupted his little sister in a whisper don't be such a billy retorted cyril with a frown the fishes are used to being drowned after noah went into the ark and had shut the door the gloom reappeared the show was over that's a little idea of my own remarked the wizard as he put the machine away amusing isn't it the twins nodded then he invited the children to look through a hole in the wall of the cave and they saw a small room that's my hospitable bedroom he said that i've endowed myself with when i'm down in the mumps from being grouped up here so long i go there and wrap myself up in thoughts all nice and snug it is fitted with the epileptic light rheumatic bells and all the latest infections now what were we talking about before ah yes my inventions none of your modern up-to-date rubbish only inventions of the future for me none of your wireless telephony and wireless telegraphy for me listen to this he called out number a one sea power have you been successful in that last little financial venture sire there were rushing sounds as of waves at the far end of the cave and a muffled voice replied no cabalistic one i have lost again just my luck dash which resolved itself into the swish swish of rolling surf then all was quiet again the reply of a friend of mine residing far away at a place called the billows explained the wizard in an off-hand way 
I help him in his little transactions, which are sometimes rather, in fact, very. And raising his arm, he smothered a laugh in his yellow satin sleeve, which was not pleasant to hear. I always like to laugh up there, he explained as the children looked surprised. Dulcie's hand stole into her brother's, and she whispered to him, Come away, come away, do, quick, and let's go home. But you haven't seen any of my marvelous jewelry yet, replied their host, as though she had spoken aloud. Don't be timid. He was looking at them through those horrid spectacles again, which laid bare all their thoughts. You know, I am only answering that knock of yours. Had you not required an answer, there would have been no information forthcoming. I should just like to show you these bracelets I have here. He pushed his glasses across his baldness and took two jeweled golden circlets out of a satchel which hung from the cord of his gown. Other children have taken great interest in them said the wizard slowly. In fact, have worn all the gems out. But I've often had them done up again, and you are both welcome to them, very welcome to them if you like. You see, they are able to inform their wearers how to play at birds, beasts, and fishes properly. We know already replied the boy and girl together, now restlessly impatient to be gone. I don't mean that tiresome educational game you were playing when you were wading in because of those few drops of rain. I mean the real thing, to be actually the real animals themselves in the realms of the birds, beasts, and fishes. Only in that way can children realize how much nicer it is to be one of them and to live a life free from the don'ts and vexatious cares of their elders. Ah, now you're interested. The twins were staring at him open-mouthed. These bracelets, continued the wizard, whilst the ten cat's-eye gems in each of them gleamed curiously as he spoke. See? Aren't they beautiful? These bracelets will empower the wearers to become bird, beast, or fish at each wish, to regain his shape or her shape at will, and to live in any atmosphere or in none. At every change of a form, a cat's eye will disappear and return to me. With the last wish, the wonderful adventures will be over, and the shape last chosen will remain to the end of existence. All these silly animals in my dwelling came in at the last to seek my help, as they were dissatisfied. I did what I could, which wasn't much. Of course... I don't want so many of them here, he added carelessly, scratching his nose with his glasses. 
though they do help with my experiments. They do that. Oh, yes. But I always advise getting experience first. They somehow got to know that as children under ten, they could only pass into my moonlight and never out of it, and that my faithful brook would not see them twice. So they came for help in their last shapes as animals. Oh, he added, pulling himself up with evident pretense, I helped them right enough. They should have kept a pair of cat's eyes. I warned them and they might have crossed my brook in some other shape than their own and changed themselves the other side. But somehow they were not fortunate enough to manage that. Some people are so thoughtless. Pray excuse me, my dears. There's someone at the knocker. And throwing the bracelets into a corner where they glittered strangely, the wizard vanished. Come away! Do come away! implored Dulcie, plucking at her brother's sleeve. I'm so frightened, she whimpered. Don't touch them. Oh, I want to go home. But, sis, you heard what he said. We can't cross this horrid brook twice whilst we're under ten. Crying won't help, replied the boy sturdily. Nevertheless, he looked terribly frightened himself, although he patted her shoulder comfortingly. I feel I must, he muttered. Besides, it's our only way out of here, and get out of here we must, and escape in some other shape. Cyril hastily picked up the bracelets, put one on his wrist and the other on Dulcie's, and taking her by the hand, dragged her right into the gloomy part of the cavern, farther and farther away from the hateful dwelling and its awful master. He couldn't tell where he was leading her, but he ran blindly on until at last there was daylight in the distance, and the twins found themselves surrounded by haystacks, windmills, and other country objects. "'Ah!' exclaimed Cyril with delight. "'See how I've saved you, Dulcie?' "'And a good job, too,' she replied with conviction." So they wandered gaily on, laughing at anything and everything in the happiness of their escape. They were happy, anyhow, happy in their absolute freedom. And were they not in the possession, too, of the precious bracelets which were going to lead them into all sorts of delightful adventures as soon as they chose? They could talk of nothing else, and babbled on of how they would cross the brook as animals and how they would be wiser than all the other poor creatures by keeping a gem in reserve and change to themselves on the other side. Little could they guess of the troubles and adventures that awaited them. End of section two.